0: Welcome to today's Five Good Minutes on the Ten Commandments. Today, we'll be considering the Second Commandment with Emily D'Angelo. Obeying the Second Commandment keeps us reflecting what we revere. Let's look back to the beginning of creation in Genesis chapter 1 for a glimpse of God's plan for His image bearers who were created to reflect Him. Verse 26, then God said, Let us make mankind in our image in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish of the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Verse 27, so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. To be sure, only God is permitted to make a graven image of himself. And he has done this in humanity. We don't need to make images of God because we ourselves bear his image. Unfortunately, because of sin, we reflect him imperfectly. However, there is one who reflects God perfectly, and that is Jesus. Colossians 1, 15 says, quote, The son of the image, the son is the image of the invisible God the firstborn over all creation, end quote. Christ is the perfect graven image of God. And though Isaiah said, quote, he had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him, that's Isaiah 53, verse two. Well, people have been attracted to worship Jesus because he is gentle and humble. Jesus reflects the kindness and compassion of God. Jesus reflects grace and mercy of our Father God. Jesus shows us his righteousness. And when we come to faith in him, we become a part of his family to share in his mission of reflecting God to lost and broken people. Jen Wilkins says in her book, Ten Words to Live By, quote, As we cultivate inner righteousness, we polish away the tarnish, keeping us from radiating the truth of the gospel. And when we look to Christ, imitating him, we begin to see restored what sin has diminished. Bearing the image of God does not mean we look like him in physical terms, but rather in spiritual terms. Not so that others may worship us, but so that we may worship him. This brings us back to the second commandment, which is about worshiping God in a proper manner and avoiding idolatry when we worship the one true God. When we put to death sin by removing the idols of our lives, we get to diminish that which does not reflect our God to the watching world. Like a stained glass window of the cathedrals of Europe, our lives can tell about Jesus, who he is and what he's done for us. As we grow in our obedience to him, we worship him alone. We begin to reflect his image. And when we worship Jesus, we develop love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. His spiritual fruit becomes our own and we become the graven image he created us to be. One day, God will come again and make all things new. We will finally see him, and we will finally reflect him perfectly, as we were created to do. We will behold him face to face in all of his glory, and all the lesser versions of him that we've created, whether physically or mentally, will topple. The idols will go down, and John tells us what we can expect in Revelation 5, verse 12. In a loud voice they were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Let us not commit idolatry, but let us worship the one true God. Obeying the second commandment keeps us reflecting what we revere. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to check out all our content and podcasts on Orchard Hill Plus. You can find that and so much more on our website or the Orchard Hill app.